Well, hello and welcome to Failing Up. This is Tim Marr. Thank you, Jungle Jim, for that wonderful, wonderful Valentine's Day musical introduction. What a beautiful way to set the tone on this Valentine's Day, also referred to as the Hallmark Holiday, uh, Gap Holiday, middle of winter. Uh, actually, it's, it's interesting this year because it, it butts right off of a Super Bowl Sunday, which is a which is a great American holiday. But anyway, happy Valentine's Thank you, Jungle Jim. This is Tim Marr recording this podcast on Valentine's Day along the shores of the mighty Seneca River. A little bit frozen, but still moving. You can see the water move. It freezes and then unfreezes, feeding the Great Lake of Ontario. Beautiful Great Lakes. Beautiful this time of year when you get into the shore and you see the water just frozen. Frozen power. Frozen power. Like a picture of me. Of course, if you make a right, you're going to go up through the mighty St. Lawrence Seaway, past 1,000 Islands, right out into the Atlantic Ocean. Or if you make a left, you're going to head over to Toronto, a little south. You're going to go right over to Niagara Falls. So bring yourself a barrel. Thank you, Jungle Jim. Take a break. We'll be seeing you in about uh, 20 minutes when you play me out, as they say. You're going to play me out. What a great Super Bowl, exciting Super Bowl, uh, coming off eating way too many pieces of uh, pizza. A few chicken wings, which I would only eat during a Super Bowl, I believe. But uh, wow, and a lot of, lot of stuff that I probably shouldn't just be eating. But that's what it's all about. Watch well-conditioned elite athletes perform, while I, an unconditioned couch potato, feed myself. Great, great game, wonderful game. Congratulations to the Los Angeles Rams. I love that city. I love LA. That song, but I do. I love LA. It's a great, great city. Spent a lot of time out there. Really like it. Miss it. Um, great place. Great place, LA. And happy for the happy for the, the Rams because they had the Rams back in LA. I grew up, you know, not a hardcore Packer fan, but I also liked the Rams, like Deacon Jones and the Fearsome Foursome, and it was and their Ram helmets. So, um, congratulations to everybody. And a great game. Great announcing. Hope it's not Al Michaels last time at behind a mic. But uh, what an iconic, from Miracle on Ice, 1980, to calling uh, the Super Bowl yesterday. What a great, what a great, great classy uh, sports announcer. But today is the holiday, Valentine's Day. <clears throat> Valentine's Day is one of the most uncomfortable, awkward holidays of all time. Valentine's Day. I mean, what, what is it all about? There's so much pressure on Valentine's Day. And this goes back to when I was a kid. When I was a kid in elementary school, you know, you had Christmas and you had, you know, Halloween. You had all the biggies, you know. You had um, Thanksgiving and whatever, you know, Memorial Day during the school year. You know, you had St. Patrick's Day was always a biggie. Everybody wore green or they forgot to. Um, you know, you had the big Hanukkah. You had the big holidays. Those were like the biggies, you know, right where I was growing up. Valentine's Day was the one that I just dreaded. And I think I think I think it begins when you're a kid and it just perpetuates itself throughout your lifetime. Valentine's Day, because the pressure is just enormous. And it really is a no-win holiday. It's a no-win holiday, and the only way you succeed on Valentine's Day is by spending a lot of money on flowers and cards and candy. And nobody wants to eat candy in February because you're just coming off. Of the whole holiday, you know, major Christmas and all the other holiday seasons, and everybody's got their New Year's resolutions, and now you're buying boxes of candy and roses, and some people are going out to dinners, and you know, all this stuff. 
And it's such a pressure, it's such a depressing holiday. You know, so it goes back to when I was in elementary school and you had everybody in the class, you had to get a Valentine. And if you forgot somebody, you were screwed. And then they put these envelopes in front of the room, taped them to the wall with your name on it. You went around, you put these little, they were like little teeny cards and they had like a, I don't know, a, a teddy bear riding a bicycle, happy Valentine's Day, you know, to Nancy from Tim. In the first grade, I didn't like Nancy. I didn't like Sue. I like any of them, but you had to get him a Valentine. And then you got a Valentine. And you're thinking, oh, I got a Valentine. Then as you go, then as you progress, and then you didn't want to get it. You didn't want to get a Valentine. I didn't want a Valentine. And then as you progress through the years, oh, I got a Valentine in sixth grade by Sheila. Oh, Sheila. She was high. Everybody liked Sheila. And I got a Valentine. But you know what? Everybody in the class got a Valentine. But that feeds this pre-pubescent, pubescent imagination that maybe I'm the one. Maybe there's something special in my Valentine. Mine isn't a teddy bear on a bicycle. Mine's a cat with a balloon. Maybe that means something. And that just kicks it all off. Because now you're now you're reading in, and now you can make a fool of yourself because you call up, you go to see Sheila in the lunch, and say, hey, thanks for the Valentine. I really liked it. Well, you know, I had to get it for everybody. You're no one special. Just back off, creepy dude. And that's the beginning of the Valentine Day pressure. And as you get older and older, it only increases, you know. When you get into high school and right out of high school and say you like somebody, you know, you, you, you really got the, you know, hots for someone. And um, it's horrible. If you have the hots for someone and, you, and, and the whole thing is like heating up during this time of year, God bless you. Because it is like a crisis situation in, in the makings. Because Valentine's Day is coming up. You're at this stage, maybe in a relationship with someone, uh, where you're really close, you know, and it could be it could be construed as a friendship, oh, hmm, or maybe I want it to go a little farther. So your mind starts creating something that might not be there. Maybe it's not a friendship. Maybe it's a romantic relationship, or it's still a friendship. And so, you, so Valentine's Day is like this huge pressure coming up. Is what are you going to do? What am I going to get her or him on Valentine's Day? Do I just get him a generic Valentine and say, you know, so glad that we've gotten to know each other? That's safe and that's fine, unless that other person is starting to think of you a little bit more seriously in, in a way that you'd like. And if you give them that, you just threw a bucket of ice water on the whole thing and they're gone. They're gone. Oh, man, what an asshole. What an asshole. Can you believe what he got me a Valentine? a stupid card. Do you get him a rose? If they want to just be friends and you get them a rose and a card and oh man, that is one of the most embarrassing moments ever. You get it, you, you, and you can tell instantly. You give somebody a rose on Valentine's Day and a card and you're not sure of the status of the relationship. You can tell immediately by the look on their face, and they're either going to oh this is really nice I um. You know I, I got you a piece of chocolate or they say oh thank you. And you see their eyes roll up to the right, and you're like, oh, man, I am screwed as your face turns. Or they say, you know, I'm really, I don't think of us this way. And then you have to do the, then you have to dance. Then you have to really say, oh, no, 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 I feel the same way, but I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure I got you something, you know, a flower and a nice, oh, great, because, you know, the other guy got me a dozen. What do you do? It's just this pressure to do something. you got to get to the store. you got to buy a Valentine. It's only safe if you buy one for, like, your mother or your aunt. If you're a guy, your grandmother, your um, you know your guardian, that's all safe stuff. You got to get that's safe. Can't go wrong. 
But once you get into like the quasi, is it romance, not romance, then the heat is on. Worst case scenario. And then you have somebody do it to you. You get this wonderful romantic type of Valentine. Like, oh, whoa. Now what do I do? Now what do I Now I'm screwed. So there's so much pressure around this holiday. It's just, it, I don't even consider it a holiday. I, don't, I consider it one big commercial. Valentine's Day is one big commercial. I don't think there's anything special about it. I don't think there's anything significant about it. I think um, I think one of the most, uh, I mean, the St. Valentine's Day massacre in Chicago, where Al Capone, his men posed as police officers. They lined up a mess of rival gang members up onto a wall in a warehouse and let them have it. St. Valentine's Day massacre, I think that's appropriate for the holiday. So much pressure, and then if you're then if you're married for a long time, what do you do on Valentine's Day? You know, what do you do? Oh, then you got competition. Like some people, oh Valentine, oh you know, like oh can you believe what's what you give? What you give from? Oh my God, I got a dozen, oh I got so I got a dozen roses. You know what you're better off doing? You're better off getting sick on Valentine's Day and buying the dozen roses after Valentine's Day. Or if you spend too much money, you get in trouble. Oh, here's a dozen roses. Oh, why did you spend so much money? Just get a card. I hate this holiday. That's what people say. I hate this holiday. I hate this holiday, but they don't get anything. And then if you're on Valentine's Day and you get Zippo, you, you get Zippo, you know, you get a card from some, you get Zippo. If you're younger, maybe you get a card from your mother, your grandmother, your guardian, like, oh, great, you know, but you get nothing. You're walking around and everybody's in Amore on Valentine's Day. But there's all, there's pressure underneath all that Amore on Valentine's Day. You know, then you go to the store and you got to find a card or you got to, you know, you got to figure out what are you going to do? It's worse than the pressure created around Christmas because at Christmas time, you know, you have people decorating like crazy. They're trying to decorate the neighbors, maybe, or all this kind of stuff, rushing around. But Valentine's Day, it's like, man. And if you forget Valentine's Day, even if somebody tells you they don't like Valentine's Day and you forget Valentine's Day, you ain't coming back from that. You can't forget Valentine's Day because if you do forget Valentine's Day, not only did you hurt somebody and they're going to be pissed off at you, everybody's going to think you're a complete asshole. Or they're going to know you're something they already know in my case. that I am a complete asshole because you forgot this big holiday. It's just, it's been created. And they call it the Hallmark holiday because you have to get cards and the candy. And, um, but for me, even back, even back when I was in elementary school, I dreaded this holiday. I dreaded it because there was nothing, there was no win in it. It wasn't, you know, my birthday's in February. That was great. You know, you see, you're coming off Christmas, my birthday, my birthday's the week before Valentine's Day. Week before Valentine's Day is my birthday. Then comes Valentine's Day. It's like, oh my God. I mean, it's just, it's such a letdown. You know, there's, it's nothing to it. And it's, you know, in, in the Northeast, it's in the middle of the winter. There's nothing going on as far as holidays on the calendar. So it's like they had to stick some freaking holiday on the calendar. Because for some reason, there has to be a certain um, time frame between holidays. And if you break out the year with the biggies, you know, you got the biggies. So if you start, you know, let's start, you know, let's start with Easter. So you got Easter in April. That's a biggie. You know, it can be a religious holiday. It can be a commercial holiday, a Passover. You know, you cruise along, you got Memorial Day. Then you cruise along, you got the 4th of July. That's a biggie. You cruise along, you know, you get through another month. It's like every other month you get to, you know, you got Labor Day. Uh, everybody's going back to school. You know, you cruise along, you get through stuff. You got Halloween, you got your Thanksgiving, you got your Christmas, your Hanukkah, your Kwanzaa, all, you know, everything's all in there. And then boom, it's done. New Year's Day, boom, done, done. 
So if you're going to go every other month, but why don't you just take why don't we just take a break? You know, St. Patrick's Day is coming up, and every, you don't have to be Irish to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day is like kind of like a Green Valentine's Day, like a day they go out. It's like New Year's Eve, St. Patrick's Day. To a lot of people, for me, it's it's a little different. Say I'm Irish, but um, but then they had to stick in Valentine's Day. They even screwed up President's Day. They combined them all. You know. Um, so the only way you do is you go out and get these cards. And, and do you get the card to the right person? Is it is it enough? Is it not enough? What signal am I sending? Man, until you're on the end of where you've given someone a Valentine's Day present, you get that look like, oh, you know, oh, thank you, but uh, this is awkward. Uh, you don't understand. It is so much pressure. So much pressure. I was working with someone at one time. And they kept, they, you know, they, they, they were, you know, they weren't sure what type of relationship they were in. They had a boyfriend. They weren't sure what it was about. They weren't sure. And, and, and you know, lo and behold, it, it, the escalation or it was, it was going into Valentine's Day. And, you know, she was really nervous. Like, what do I get for Valentine's Day? What do I get this guy? And we spent like half a day at work. That's why I don't work there anymore. We spent half a day at work just, you know, playing through all the options. Of what do you get this guy for Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day where it's safe. You know, do I get him a card? Do I sign it love? Do I sign it my name? Do I put an XO? You know, I just get him candy. You know, do I send him lingerie that I'll say I'll wear for, you know, I say, well, what do you do? You know, uh, on that day of days. And then the, for those people who don't have any dilemma, you know, they don't have, they're not getting a card. From anybody, they're walking around thinking, oh, I can't wait for this day to end because everybody's telling me how much they love somebody so or, or how much they're, you know, stressing out. But I just want to get through the day. They just want to get through the day. Get me through this freaking day. You know, this day that's been created to buy stuff. I mean, just to buy stuff. There's nothing else behind it but to buy stuff. I mean, at least Christmas, you know, there's a, there's a message there. There's more. It became commercial, but... There's more going on, and there, and there are great, you know, acts during that time, you know. But Valentine's Day, you don't win. There's, there's no, you, you lose if you don't read people right. Valentine's Day, but then you lose if you don't. You gotta buy something. You gotta buy a card. You gotta buy something. And there's nothing worse on Valentine's, you know. And then you can say, well, no, I'll make a Valentine for you. If you're gonna make somebody a Valentine, it better be damn good. It better not look like. You know how you fold like a button and you draw a button on a piece of paper and you fold it in half and you cut it out and there's a heart? It better not be one of those. It better look really good. Because if it looks like it's something you slapped together because you forgot about the holiday, you're screwed. So anyway, I'm going to wish everyone a very happy Valentine's Day. I hear you, Jungle Jim. You're getting me out of here. I'm going to hear everyone a very happy, happy Valentine's Day. I'm going to go to the store tomorrow morning and buy some half-price hard candy. And uh, enjoy yourself. This is Tim Marr, and this is... Valley up. Take it away, Joe.